What up, what up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of A Drink in a Game. I'm your host, Dre, a.k.a. the BK Brawler, here with my boy, Freddie G, a.k.a. What the Mad King, no longer solo. No longer solo. It's almost 10 years, not solo. I uh, know, so. almost 10 years. I know, man, damn, time flies. I can't believe it's been 10 years since you've been a hooked up man and shit. Man, yeah. you know, but... That's crazy. That's crazy. I still remember the first days you met your wife. You know, <laughs> man, I still remember the days we was high school. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. Oh man, yeah, me and Freddie have a long, long-standing history with each other. But that's not what we're here to do today. You know, we're here to talk about games. Um, I guess introduce what you're drinking. What are you drinking today? The usual. <laughs> you know, you're not gonna believe this. I'm drinking for loco. Oh my god, I haven't had that shit since god, probably like 2009, like the last time I had one of those, and that's probably after they banned them from the damn stores. Oh man, I missed that. I never got a chance to like get it. You were in high school when they had them in the store. We were big drinkers like that, yeah. But everybody around us was, you know. I know. I thought Corona was a big deal back then. I got Corona. (laughs) People were drinking four locos back then. You know, I remember fucking thinking liquor and beer were some of the nastiest things ever made. Now I'm a professional yeah. alky. Like, you know, remember when we like we finally got to like Blue Moon and we're like, oh my god, this beer is so good. We actually like it. And that's all. That's that's the thing that hooked up me into like drinking all different types of beer. Yep, Blue Moon was my 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 enter drug. It was, yeah, exactly. it was my welcome me into the beer world and liquor. I was already drinking, but I didn't like care about specialty drinks it was just give me this give me that to get drunk yeah you know so can you still hear me because i see my face keeps disappearing no yeah i can hear you all right good as long as you can hear me it's all good for those who are just listening to us sometimes we have some pop in pop out hopefully we have a better recording than last week my internet kept going out last week so just just bear with us if anything yeah we're not we're not Stone Mountain sixty four or Mr Beast yet where we got everything down to perfection and and by the way I, I need to meet fucking Mr Beast can Mr Beast please fucking find me come to Brooklyn New York East New York please Mr Beast that shit's like, all uh, you know, I don't like that though it's all just like bullshit but you know these people making it rich. put me in a circle for for a twenty four hours to see if I'll survive like just and I'll just make it to the point where he says if you leave the circle now I'll give you thirty five thousand dollars I'm like fuck it give me the thirty five thousand because way more okay. than I got now I'm just like out of the loop what why is he like so pop like what made him like so rich I was wait I was the same as you and I decided to just watch all his fucking YouTube videos son. And like this guy is just he just came up with a plan, him and his friends to become the most popular YouTube people ever, which he's ended up doing because he has a whole bunch of trophies and all that type of stuff for being for all the subscribers he gets on YouTube. And he makes so much money now that he just gives it away. And every episode he makes, he said he spends at least three billion a month making episodes on YouTube. So imagine how much bucket money he has. Money like bring it in. You know, that's crazy. Well, guys, we got another guy, one of our classic friends, my bro, Tim Leo, joining the show. You know, been in yeah, past I'm episodes of Drake and the Game. What's going on, Tim? What's going on, bro? Not uh, much. We're here talking about a man you probably know well, Mr. Beast. You know about Mr. Beast? I'm sorry, what? 
You know about Mr. Beast, the YouTube kid that just be giving away money like crazy when people do crazy shit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I was just well, talking about how I wish that motherfucker just come about like him. YouTube kid, because, like, he honestly had a pretty nice come up. So I don't want to, like, reduce him to, not, you know, that. He's pretty well, What's his come up? That's what we were trying to talk, figure it out. Like 10 years ago, he was just making little YouTube videos. And then, you know, like I said, in 10 years, he really amassed a crazy following from giving out free stuff and doing an different antics on uh, on his shows. And it's just, it's kind of amazing to see how you can really build a community, as it were, like that. Yeah, I think a lot of these like famous YouTubers got super famous because they were there in the beginning of stuff, beginning of YouTube, yeah. beginning of Twitch, and like they were able to like, man, I just think about me and you, Dre, just like not thinking that far, like thinking about like, oh, we should start something, but not thinking that like, this is the only reason, like that's the difference between us and them. It's like they just did it. We just kept talking I about think it. The difference between <laughs> us and them is that they had a means to do it. Where you know, you're right. Like yeah, we had other things. That we, you have your wife to take care of. You had to work. She was sick. I had three kids to take care of. You know, I've been doing this before you and Tim came along. I've been doing this shit since what the Sony days. I've been trying to get this shit popping off and everything. You know, and just one thing after another. Sony shuts down. Websites has to go down. This podcast, I gotta, I gotta start over. You know, it's like a whole big thing. So, and yeah. hey, we, we, we all just grew up with different circumstances. You know, so it is what it is. Hopefully, one day, ten years from now, me and you will just not have any jobs anymore, and we're just like, just, do hey, this. Okay. <laughs> just gotta put that that content out there, man. It's about sustainability, not uh, um, like TikTok. Yeah, it's all about like. Uh, TikTok took over everything. Everybody has like only like 15 seconds and to look at anything now. I'm not on TikTok yet. Me either. <laughs> like, I don't have TikTok either. Me either. I, I, I'm, I'm behind tides because I... Maybe that's the reason we're doing <laughs> <laughs> That's but, the problem. Oh God. And we're missing out because apparently <laughs> like that is where it is all going down. I know. I know. Like every time someone sends me a video, it's redirected to TikTok. And I'm TikTok. just like, man, you know, I guess I have to join this shit. Like eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Better than Yelp. I don't know. Yeah. You get on TikTok. And if you I'm can't get Yelp is still around, you know, uh, No, I'm just saying, like, if you look on TikTok, usually if within, I'll say, a good three minutes, if you look up three TikTok videos, it's canon. It's either a yes or no. I saw it on yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Like, man, how do you decommission this nuclear war hit? Give me a minute. Let me log into TikTok. TikTok See you in 30 minutes. seconds. You know? and, and, and I'll be a MacGyver magician, bro. I will be a professional. I feel you there, son. So this is our end of the year episode, guys. We want to make sure we give you guys something before the whole holiday break um, comes. We know this is the time when all other podcasts start slowing down. Everyone gives their episodes during the week, and they're like, we're taking a week off. Um, we don't know if we're going to take next week off. You know, yeah, I don't know. It we, we, we depends because I don't think we're going on vacation or anything, you know. Yeah, we work and have other jobs and stuff, but I think we might be here next week unless there's nothing for us to talk about. But 
I yeah. wanted to talk about a few things. First, this is drinking a game, of course. So we want to talk about what games we've been playing lately. Tim, we wanted to have you since last episode because I know you told me you had some shit you had to get off your chest about God of War, which me and Fred, well, Fred, I don't think he's playing right now, but I'm playing it. So I'm not finished yet. I'm pretty sure you're finished, right? Yeah, somewhat. And, you know, and when I say I like I finished the main story, I still got to go around and clean up. But um, yeah, like because I, I don't want to say nothing that's already been said. No, nah, we didn't go too far into it because just last time we spoke, I was only four hours into the game and that's nothing. Now oh. I'm about I think I'm in 23 hours in probably, but. As, because I've been doing a lot of side quests and stuff, so I don't even feel like I'm almost done the story. Story-wise, I'm only up to the part where, spoiler alert, where he Atreus is able to turn into the wolf and he's with the black girl. Oh, yeah, that's enough. That's okay. <laughs> but what are your impressions of the game without giving as much spoiler, without spoiling? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, it's, it's easy not to give you spoilers. Like, I, I just... Like with this game, I feel that it is showing us how games have moved out of the kitty to adolescent um, in, in story, adolescent way of telling us stories or getting us from point A to point B to where now we're able, like because we've grown with Kratos, we can see him as in a dad role, role and see how like understand his rage and how he works a lot better than in the earlier games where you were just basically this, you know, maniac killer, serial killer. It's like now they're giving you way more depth and character to how Kratos is, how he, you know, how he moves and interacts with the world that he's in and how it interacts with him. Yeah, definitely how he developed. Because remember, this guy is the same guy when we first met Kratos, he was committing suicide. That's how we met Kratos at the first game. He was I mean, committing suicide. That orgies, but I mean, you know, <laughs> hey, he was a kind. Like, that's the thing. It's like they're able to retell uh, the story of a person that we already know. And I feel like they show a lot of respect to the um, original games, but also where he is now in life to where like his his relationship with Atreus is so real and genuine that it I mean, it impacts me as a father now. And it's just one of those things where like honestly paying through it, it was times where I was like, Atreus is really like whiny and you know, getting on my nerves. <laughs> I think that's been a complaint from a lot of people from this game. But this is true, but then it's like right after that you deal with Freya in, in many aspects. And you're like, man, she's really whiny and bitchy. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like... I mean, her hilarious. son died. Huh? <laughs> I said her son died. That's, I mean, yeah, that's... I got... it, this is true. I, I mean, I'm... That's what I'm <laughs> I mean, saying, if it's, my it's kid of... died, I'd be a little bitchy too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. This game, it gives you a, a great balance of all of it to where as Kratos, you see that Kratos has is one of those guys where he makes a great villain, 
but you understand him. And that's the difference between a villain and a hero is the villain you 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 usually have to disassociate yourself from him and be like, oh, there's no reason. Either he's just greedy or abhorrent. Whereas yeah. the the good guy, you, the only reason why he's good is because he's not attacking you. He's not attacking your people. And so it's just one of those things where, like, I, I really, I, I was wondering if, you know, Ragnarok was going to be just some DLC um, cosmetics they put on the original game, i.e. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, because uh, and, and we I thought they were that. just going to we cosmetic. about that, whether this game looked like it was a uh... Just could have been DLC or what, you know? Could they easily could have made this a no, trilogy? No, Miles Morales totally was. That was totally yeah, that was DLC. DLC. And the reason yeah. why I said the, the, the Miles Morales Spider-Man game, it was just for a quick crash cash grab for them to get paid off of Spider-Man that was already out there. The issue I had with it is you're locked in the perpetual winter time, and after you do the couple of side missions and like the handful of regular missions it's it that's it you're just swinging around Spider-Man has oh, Miles Morales has become a Christmas game it's now been yeah, categorized you know, it's, as a it's Christmas. funny because I was gonna say I always end up playing that during Christmas time because it's it's New York and the snow and the, the lights and Christmas lights I always play during this time and it's a it's a great game but it looks good though it was not standalone <clears throat> where this Ragnarok in compared to 2018 God of War, you can see how they completely retuned. They re completely retuned a game that was not broke, and they didn't break anything. They was just like, hey, we're going to just take what we have and give them the same thing but different. And that is what I appreciate because now, you know, you like people will get the winning formula and for some reason be like, oh, well, the reason the way we didn't sell a million this time is because it didn't have cherry flavor in it. So let's completely change everything and put cherry in it. And it's just with this game that gave you the right balance of everything. At no time did I feel like I was like I needed more, but at the same time, the challenge was all, always there. And I think, so, I mean, I think it's what you touch on is that you know a lot of times like sports games it's easier to say that we're like. 2K would make a really good game, and the next year they'll just start over. It's like, why don't you just build on what you have and just make it better? And I think what you were saying is like Game of Thrones just made it better, and they didn't change too much, which is some of the negatives. But like, that's good. We don't need, like you said, we don't need a different flavor. Just give us more of the same and just make it better. Especially with like how they do, you know what I'm saying, the, the relationship. Because I played the, I went back to play the God of War 2018. I was just like, Atreus's voice would like, it's yeah, just, more, it, he's older so now. Respect to the characters where they're like, okay, you've already been through this with them. Now let's continue the story, not retell the whole story. And you're like, okay, so either the, they gave me too much or not enough of what I already wanted when all I need is to just, you know, see what happens next. And I feel like they really, like the pacing of it was perfect. Now I say this in completely saying that I did not play Elden Ring this year. It was oh, a lot wow. of yeah, oh. no, I know me. <laughs> not so, even a little bit. The software hater is oh, even fuck. hurting from that one, yo. <laughs> 
I'm just that's saying, crazy. Like, the, the, I know, and like people have had the same feeling, and you know, what I'm saying, but it's just my issue with uh, Elden Ring and Souls games is. You have no issue. You haven't played it yet. I, I, I don't play it. Souls games, man. I'm not don't worry, I got issues. Game. And then I get in and I'm not happy because it's a Souls game. It's just like, no, I'm not going to. It's insane. <laughs> I understand. Well, I can let you. I can, I can, I can let it to you. I can send it to you. I can stop from buying. I'm just saying, because like I've had people who are like, man, I don't even play video games. And that's the best video game I ever played. It's like, well, you, know, you don't play video games. You can't make that assumption. <laughs> Exactly, but it's so, but it's just like I don't play Souls games and where Souls games and like the thing about this time in um, human existence is I could easily go to Twitch or YouTube and watch somebody play and live vicariously and be like, huh, you know what, Booty Butt Man ninety five, thank you very much for showing me <laughs> Booty Butt Booty Butt Booty Butt for showing me these uh, these tips and tricks. Oh, yeah, man. true. So get back to God of War real quick before we move on to what Fred's been playing. How did you feel, one, about the parts where you're playing as Atreus, and two... Hey, you're spurling. I didn't even know you played it. Uh, no, I thought everybody knew that. Yeah, yeah, see, I danced around it. Look at this guy. <laughs> I, 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 I know you switched to him, but I didn't know it was more than a one-time thing. Oh, no, it's a one-time so thing. They, I can't confirm. Dude, this game only came out like a month ago. Like, we're not doing spurlers yet. It's not even like three months yet. All right. All right. What What did you think about that? The part where you play as Atreus? And what do you say to those people who think that this was just the best movie they've played all year? All year. That's interesting. Well, see, it, I, I don't like the best movie they played all year. I, you know what I'm saying? I understand that that is, you know, saying like that's your opinion. So I'm not going to text somebody's opinion. Um, again, I feel like God of War's um, story and pacing is great. Atreus, you do start to not, uh, not giving out any spoilers. But I feel like his playing with him is just as um I wouldn't say as exciting as Kratos, but playing as Atreus does show you again how uh, how Kratos works and how he moves and how like he is a ma- he has a mastery of weapons that this other character does not have, you know, and it's just it's just. Uh, it, it, to me, it just proves that he is a well a well worked character. I think you're right. I think um, from the little switch because it's more fresh in my head because I'm up to the part where you first meet when you meet Freya for the first time and you have that conversation with her, and mm-hmm. like even the way he opened chest is like he struggles mm-hmm. to open chest. He struggles to like take on different fights and like we take Kratos for granted. Like we're just like okay, we'll just fucking kill 15 people and just think and then like. When you switch over, it's actually a little bit like of a struggle. He's still killing yeah. them, but it's not as smooth. You guys gotta fast. pay attention to who's to do around you. More... I'm sorry. No, no I said. Oh, wait, I was just saying, like, yeah, to yeah Trades has to like do like two more hits, or he has yeah. to do just a little bit more than 
Kratos does, you know, and it's just like you feel like in this, I've also seen how like you really, especially if you're playing on give, you know, the got the harder um, levels, you see how you really have to be explosive with his rage, where everybody else is fighting for survival. Kratos is just always bubbling in the back, and when he's saying something, he's saying just enough. So he doesn't like have lava spewing out of his mouth, which is like you can just see how he's just like, you know, what I'm saying? but at the same time to see him interact with his son, you see that like, man, it, this is this is a guy who we've seen go to hell and back. And if he tells you no, it's a good chance he completely means it. But then he has a son there and it's just like he has to be soft with him not 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 soft like you know but like he has this kratos the god of war you know killer of hades now has a son that he's trying to yeah don't go too far son and um what's the um, i'm sorry no i say what's the guy the headless guy's name mimir Um, mimir i love the interactions between them when like something happens with his son and he listens to advice he's like okay let me like learn something from this and listen to somebody. And like he, old Kratos would never do that. He would just like, no, 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 boy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's and like, now he's like, okay, you're right. Let me give him space. Let me do something different. And he's just always evolved. And then it's just like to me that as as far as far as and that's why I say it kind of helps you in life because you see as far as masculinity is concerned, like at no time do you ever question kratos's resolve to anything if he has to rip its head off the head is getting ripped off but at the same time you see how now he's more intuitive now he's more you know he he wants to feel the world around him instead of just being so stoic to it but then like on the other side of that you have this look this little boy who doesn't know that his dad is Kratos, like, you know, fumbling and getting through the world. It is just like, yeah, it's kind of like now your kids will never see you like, you know, your peers do because they haven't seen you put in this work. They haven't seen you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think his son knows that he had another kid before him. No, he doesn't. And, and that's the thing, and it's and, and but see that I'm not trying to give anything away, yeah. but that comes into the play also, and it's just so many, so many avenues that they were uh, they were able to let the to drive the player down, to where you don't feel like it's preachy, you don't feel like, you know, like it's it's too, it, it, they're trying to get, like you know what I'm saying give you too much about these characters that may or may not be you know you may or may not play with it's like everything is at the right time and it's just I, like i said as far as parenting as far as far as playing as kratos is just a good mix of we're gonna give you you know what i'm saying deranged uh extreme combat where he's ripping people in half but we're also gonna give you nurturing parental theatrics that you can learn from. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. it can be seen as a little bit of therapy, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I understand, man. Well, 
There we go, guys. We got Tim's opinion on God of War. Glad we finally got that out of you. We're waiting to hear what you had to say about that game for a minute now. I mean, thank you for the time, man. It's like I got. I mean, I, I really where well, I wouldn't say it might be game of the year. I will say it is definitely one of the best games of the year. But I mean, I, what I've seen from the last ten years is. Grand Theft Auto has destroyed gaming, man. Grand Theft Auto Five has destroyed gaming. It really has. Oh man, it has definitely. It's so much that can I mean, be that's done. A, that's a topic for another day. Yes, but it has destroyed is. Grand Theft Auto Five and and Fortnite, but more so, Grand Theft Auto has destroyed platform uh, platform and it's destroyed gaming, bro. <laughs> All right, Fred. So we got that God of War discussion out the way finally. Then we'll finally hear your piece when we finally beat that shit. And then <laughs> yeah. well, what have you been playing now, man? Um, it's a it's a Steam game, so I don't know if you guys heard of it yet, but it's on it's a play test, it's a demo. I've been playing Dark and Darker. Dark and Darker. Is... Never heard yeah. of it. That's surprising. Right, so, so the premise of it is D D. Dungeons and Dragons meets um Warzone. So it's all like sword and shields, magic, rogues, barbarians, and you're in this dungeon. And the dungeon gets smaller and smaller, and you have to loot. And there's like um PvE, PvP. So you have um like skeletons you have to care, and um you have to get equipment, and there's also players. And there's um teleporters to leave, and you leave with the loot, um, and then you could with that loot you sell it and equip it for the next one. You have a better sword, you have a better armor, and you keep that's the loop. Um, it's definitely if you yeah, that's the catch. <laughs> if you survive, this is like super um like like fucking hardcore where like. Two, three, four hits, you're dead. So if you don't like Dark Souls type of games, you think it's too hard, you're not gonna enjoy this game. Uh, is so, this free to play? It's yeah, it's free to play right now. It's oh, it's available to the 26th. Damn, um, that much time. And it's you can use a controller. It's not like it, it could you can make it work with the controller because I know some people like the controllers. Um, but it's, I've been having a lot of fun. It's four different classes. You have um a rogue, which is like an assassin, you move faster and you have like poison on your daggers. You have a wizard that's more um, AOE damage, so you do like fireballs and lightning. And then you have like the barbarian, which is supposed to be like the tank, two hand, big ass sword, and you just like kind of be the tank. And then you have like the all arounder, who's good, who, who's good with everything. You could do a little bow and arrow. You could do a little um, swords. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's definitely, it's not a beta. It's not even close to beta yet. So this, they're really just trying to figure it out. And once you like understand that, it's frustrating. And that's the one thing I would say. It's like it's frustrating, but they're constantly fixing it. Like they, during this beta, and I even beta play test, they updated the game like four or five times already. Um, they're, con- they're listening to the community, which I love that they're listening to us. Um, so like it's a lot of fun if you if you seem like you're down for something like a little different, a little tougher, don't get caught up on dying. It's one of those games where you're just gonna die. Don't get upset. Um, and you level up, and that's the cool thing, is like it's not just about what you could bring, you can level up, get skills, 
get um you know actives where you could do like perks and stuff too so there's a lot of stuff um if you keep dying like i've only extracted once but i keep playing i'm already like level nine so it's like you don't have to worry about like dying and feeling like you haven't gained anything it's fun it's dope it's free it's on steam dark and darker Ooh. all right dark i'll check dark. it out oh yeah i'll definitely check that out then you can play on the steam deck Oh yeah, I I played like at least one match on Steam Deck. All right, all right. So if I can play on Steam Deck, I don't gotta worry about changing up controllers. Cause I can just download whatever controller layout somebody's been fucking playing with. That sounds good. But me, um, I downloaded High on Life on Xbox Game Pass. You know, uh, the game for the creator of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Shit, um, I know there's been like a lot of some people like the reviews for this game has been all over the place because it's like some people either really love it or some people are hating on it. And I guess um, when you talk about this game, jokes are the way you feel about certain jokes are subjective because like every time I hear someone with a bad review is, oh, the jokes, yeah, some of them hit, but most of it wasn't funny. And you should use the slider to turn down the amount of talking that your gun does. I love I love the jokes. The jokes that well, everybody knows me. I'm a vulgar motherfucker, and so like I like hearing these fucking jokes. I don't care how discriminatory it sounds. I don't care how bad it is, or maybe they should have said that in this game. I don't care as long as it's funny. I want to keep hearing more and more of it. Like um, the one part I didn't do, I'm surprised. I guess my moral balance came through in me. There's that one video we saw of when you get to kill the kid and the, the gun is like, oh my god, you killed the kid. Hope you got that out of your system. And he's he saying all that stuff. And your first gun, your pistol is played by the voice of Morty, of course. And um, like, so when, when I encountered that kid, I, I didn't shoot him. And then I ran into his mother and his mother's like, you know, my son's really annoying. He's just like his father. You know, I'm glad you didn't kill him, but if you want to, it'll kind of take him off my hands. You know, so like the game is like telling you, like, go so, and kill what's him. What's like the game? Cause I, I know everybody keeps saying it's funny, but like, what's the premise? Like, what are you doing? Like, what's the story behind it? So you, the beginning of the game, aliens invade Earth. And like, for some reason, there's a, a gang out there and the gang has like nine captains. And, oh, excuse me. Bless you. And thank you. And then, oh shit, sorry people. Nowhere. But anyway, <laughs> the game has like nine captains and your goal, you become a bounty hunter out of nowhere and your goal is to kill all nine of these captains and I guess eventually either save Earth or go back home, whatever the fuck. I haven't gotten to what's going to happen if you kill all these people, you know, and so... I'm up to the, I think the second boss right now. First one is the one we've seen in the demo already when they played it off um, at whatever show it was showing off at. And the bosses, I could say they could be easy, but they are bullet sponges. I like, I think they wanted the boss battles to go on longer than they were supposed to, just so you can hear more talking going on from your guns. Because the longer they go on, the more there is for your guns to say to you and stuff like that so but like yes there is a lack of of uh variety in the bad guys you've been killing but the killing to me has felt so good that i don't care 
you know, like it's been fun and I love like using my knife more than my guns because I love how the knife gets the the character that plays the knife gets so um charismatic the more you kill people with him. He's like, yes, yes, oh, stab some more, stab some more, you know, and, and I like that shit. Like, so I I try to do as much melee as possible rather than even using my damn guns. But but it's been quite the entertaining um game i'm not gonna say it's one of the best games out there right now xbox claims it's the most played game on game pass at the moment they um, said actually they just said like ever they ever? said it surpassed minecraft for the most played game on game pass oh wow. wait is it a, is it an xbox exclusive uh no it's just a game it's just yeah, on game pass yeah. it's on pc though yeah it's on <laughs> pc and xbox but hey that means it could be on pc game pass too so yeah. you know it's it's all there so but... The talking, I, I'm over with Guardian of the Galaxy. The the amount of like back and forth was a lot in that game. Is it like that level where it was like, okay, we get it. You don't always have to talk. It could be some quiet times. Is it like that? Yeah. Like it's always just talking? I think, see, I guess it all depends on how you're feeling as it goes. There is, like I said, a slider that you could move to decrease the So wait, so there's a built-in game setting yes. because they knew this was going to be an issue. Uh-huh, exactly. Wow. So Nice. Yeah, so me, uh, mine is all the way up because the main reason I'm playing this game is because of the vulgar language. That's like, that's the main reason I play. The main reason I want to make it to the end is just to see like how crazy these jokes are going to get, you know, the further I get into the game. Yes, sometimes it could be stale if you hear the same joke more than once because like certain things you can't kill and then your gun is like, don't kill those. They probably have a family and all this stuff and things like that. But like other than that, like I'm having fun with this game. Um, Other than God of War, this is like the most played, the most time I've spent on the game other than God of War and Cyberpunk right now. I'm trying to fucking finish cyberpunk if i can if so many mm. games could stop coming out then i could freaking get through cyberpunk you know because really? man actually, i feel like we've been in a slump honestly we've been like a slump i feel like with game pass you have too much to play like uh, you know like because i'm playing somerville i'm playing um highway 96 uh, like for the third time, trying to see all these different story paths. Like I'm playing inside. I'm playing like two points or oh, the hospital, the school campus. Like and so they added two um a whole bunch of, like League of Legends, Valorant. Yeah, I just downloaded so, League of Legends yesterday. I'm about to try and see if I could dive into that shit now. Like there's so much where you got Game Pass. I don't get why people hate on it so much. Just because it's Microsoft. That's the only people who hate on it. But talking about that, now that we got the games out the way, um, I wanted to talk about stuff that happened throughout the year. You know, and so I had like my top stories of the year. We don't have to dwell too long on each of them, you know. So um, but the first one I would say, like, I have one, two, three, four top stories of the year. I'll see what you guys think about it. If you care, didn't care about it. The first one was Diablo microtransactions. Um, for Diablo Immortal and how people were complaining about how much money you had to spend on microtransactions. Where one streamer, there we go, these streamers that have all this lucrative income and shit to just waste, who spent $25,000 just to get one of the five star items, just one, he had to spend $25,000 just to get one special item in the damn game. Like, did this 
affect, I know it didn't probably affect us because we don't really care much about microtransactions like that. That's all we're going to say. Stuff? Like, it's, I, I would say, I think that's a big story because when I first started, I, I tried it. It was free. You, you download it. It was fun. It was and, it was fun, you know, yeah. I never felt pressure to buy anything, even though like it popped up. I just don't buy it, you know? And, like, I feel like the whole, like, paying to win only really came in effect when he was doing PvP. So if he mm. didn't do any PvP, you wasn't feeling that side of it. And I, for one, would never play PvP on a phone game. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah. so it was like, <laughs> but like all the fucking negative attention it was getting, getting kind of made me lay off of it. I mean, yeah. I enjoyed it, but it was like, okay, I want this on my fucking PS5. You know, that's where I, that's why I stopped playing because I'm like, oh no, I did try it on PC and I just, it felt like a, it felt like a port. It didn't feel like it was really optimized for PC. Um, but like I'm I'm really looking forward to new Diablo. I think that like it's gonna be fire. Yeah, but like I think that like this was I and it was it's almost like like which people like people who could afford to do this were complaining. Like nobody yeah. in all like price range and our salaries is gonna spend as much money on this game. So it's almost like like yeah. and they did say it's end game content too. Like you could make it through the whole game and not spend a dime. So at least yeah, it was just, like, end game, you know. I think it was stupid. I think that like it should have never be an option. But I think our society, I mean, especially this year, I feel like that cancel cancel culture is a big deal. Well, like they were just looking for anything to like just like make this game not work. And I'm not standing up for Diablo. I don't think it should be a pay to win game. Blizzard, so everybody was against. Blizzard. That's what I'm saying. Like they just came out. Like, do you have a phone? Like they just came out at, at this the wrong way, and people were just looking for anything. But if you guys spend like X amount of money to be the best, you you already fucked up. You know, like it's just priority straight. And if you're gonna be the dumbass to spend X amount of money on a game, then go ahead, buy your NFTs, buy your you know, buy your dumb shit, and then you just deal with it afterwards. But like, if you want to do that, then do it. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> what about you, Tim? You got anything on this topic? So, like for me, I, I mean, basically, just like Mad King said, it's, it's one of those things. Repeat. You can't stop people from their money on what they want to spend it on and because because it's Diablo and a Blizzard game I understand that people are going to spend money just because I mean especially on cosmetics because they want to be that person I mean my issue with with that type of stuff is it lets it basically pushes a lot of these companies into a place where they're like oh we have to make content content for people to want to spend money on and that's what makes it like when that starts to leak into this is how you play a better game as you spend more money, that's when I have a problem with it. But I mean, all in all, like I'll, I play Diablo, but I don't play Diablo like that to where I would have spent money on it. But I mean, I, 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 I'm on the fence because where I don't like microtransactions in games, um, the whole seasons thing is starting to get played out where for me to get these these uh, cosmetic items, you know, in the game that I love and I play, I have to either spend 300 hours playing this or spend 12 bucks. And it's just like really a hardcore decision. I mean, it's a it's quite the paradox 
Because, you know what I mean, our, you know what I'm saying, if you look at it like you're getting paid minimum wage, you're basically paying more for the, you know, for this cosmetic thing than you would probably get paid at your job for hours worth of work. And so, I mean, it's, but at the same time, the games that have been coming out that are 20 or that are supposed to be AAA and um, complete games so far really have been lackluster this year, to, in my opinion. So if you can get a free-to-play game that's got everything that you want, you want to spend a couple extra dollars on it to enhance that? I mean, really, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. Fortnite has me paying every month, and I don't even play all the time, and I still yeah, got you know And it's just, and it's one of those things. Would I rather just pit, spend twenty bucks and not, you know, grind out three hundred hours, or what do I want to, or am I willing to grind three hundred dollars? I mean, three hundred hours because this is the, the game that I like to play. It's one. I mean, of course, you don't need the cosmetics, but I look at all of the. DLC I have for PlayStation 3 and PlayStation 4 that I really don't even use now. And it's kind of, I, I don't know, it's kind of ridiculous because it's like, even though they do have to support this product, like after a certain amount of time, they don't. But I mean, does that mean that I don't own it anymore? Yeah, you don't. <laughs> it's like, you own it, you don't have access to it. It's like they put it in a safe and then you just double it's yours. Mm-hmm. But I was going to oh. say the flip side to Diablo is um a game that you're big on, Snap. Um, Marvel Snap. And mm-hmm. how like the way they go about you spending money. And I think that there is a balance of like a free-to-play yeah. game that you know you can make you could put money into yeah. it. You could, but it's like three different ways of earning cards and stuff. That that's what I like about it. It's either and you don't use your money to buy cards, you just use your money if you want to upgrade your cards faster, you know, like yeah. it's not just to make your cards look pretty. So it's basically skins too on uh, on Marvel yeah. Snap. You know, your skill and your brain actually means something in Marvel Snap because I've been seeing people playing some damn cards that I don't even, I'm like, yo, how you got this card? I'm level, I'm fucking, um, what do you call it? In level 739 right now. And Ta-da. I can't even find nobody see, still seeing people with better uh, some cards I haven't even gotten yet. I play this game religiously. From the moment I wake up, I'm telling you, I turn on Marble Snap and I play three matches before I get out of bed. And I'm on the fucking toilet. I play a match of Marble Snap <laughs> oh before gosh. I get in the shower. Like when I'm at work before every six. I play two matches of Marvel Snap before I get out that couch. Like it's, it's like I'm on Marvel Snap all day, so it makes it worth it for me for the season pass for Marvel Snap. How do you pay for the season pass? Yeah, because Is it free? You know I don't pay. No, it's ten dollars. But so how do you pay for? It? I'm trying to buy it. What? You can just go and pay. It's like right there. It's, it's the purple icon should be there for you to put pay, pay it. It's and see, and that's what I mean. That's basically, you know, especially in the world that we live in with with Twitch and content creators. I mean, essentially, we live in a, a era where if you like this game enough and you're willing to put the time into it record yourself grinding you know and then and you can put that out there and that generate you know income to where you don't have to pay for this and so there's many ways to attack this microtransactions issue the issue the the main thing that i dislike is when it impacts the game 
and you really do have to play to win, then that's when it's not about skill. That's when it's not about dynamics and how you made the game. It's all about how you can sift money from somebody so they can have the edge. And that right there is bad. I think think it's like what you touched on. I think it's like the fear of missing out, which is like the biggest factor why a lot of people make purchases. I've been a, I mean, we talked about this on past podcast. I spent so a lot of money on 2K, my team, and trying to get the best cards and like, but something happened this year where I'm like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop for like three weeks, not buy anything. And you know what happened? I didn't care anymore. Like exactly. I felt like I it was just like the fear of missing out, the window passed. And I'm like, you know what? I don't have it. And it's okay not to have it. And it's not a big deal. And like, that was like the best thing ever happened to me was like, just like not caring about not having it when everybody else has it. And that's what like Fortnite's so big about is like they put a new fucking ritual skin in Fortnite and like everybody wants to buy it. But if you're just like, you know what? I'm okay. I'll buy it next time or I'll buy it whenever I get a chance. But like, I mean, it's kind of like- but that's the thing. And, and that's where you got to understand. I mean, for me personally, for me, it's, it's just realizing that I'm in it for the community aspect. And that's why I want to stay current with everything is because, no, I don't need the Spider-Man skin. But I miss, and I miss the the week that they were giving it out. But, you know, in the community, you know, my friends have this. I want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. Now, Sometimes I just do it to show up to my son's friends when we play online. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, if you'll give me the chance to buy it, if this is a game that I really play like that, then yeah, I don't have my, I don't mind putting money into it. But if this is The like difference is the Fortnite's a free-to-play game. game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Overwatch. Take Overwatch yeah. for Overwatch example. Got I, just started I love that. Overwatch too. It's one of those things where no, I could sit here and grind at this and get the the play. You know, I'm soon gonna get all the players. I can sit here and grind to get all of them, or I can get on here and ha- and pay for all the players. Now that doesn't make me any better than anybody else, but at the same time, the fact that you have that choice is nice. Now, if they now, I mean, because Overwatch, you could tell that they like OD with it, but you know, like the and it's staying balanced. And because I spent $12 doesn't mean that I have this super ultra gun that kills you in two shots where everybody else has to, you know, like has this little handgun that you can barely kill anybody with or do anything with. That sucks. But I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like we live in a weird time where where you will complain about that. Somebody will upload a 10 minute montage video to YouTube of them with no with no armor on the same pistol getting one shot kills so it's like you know three 360 no scoping somebody with a beretta and you're sitting here like dang i'm not getting far enough so it's it's about you know it's, what yeah. do you what do you want it's to be entertained? how do you how are you entertained mm-hmm. talking about entertainment that was snatched away from us my second to last biggest story of the year Google Stadia shut down. <sighs> and Tim, you know what? I thought about you when I 
fucking preached to you about how good it was going to be getting a stadium. I made you buy a stadium. And like two months, what has it been? Like three months you had that thing and it shut down? Like, well, I, true, but at the same time, I mean, I like the great thing about it was I did get, um, thanks to Alejandro, I did get it for. Oh, yeah. yeah and, it, uh, it was cheap. Yeah, holiday price. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't too bent up about it. But at the same time, it, it's it's such. I feel the reason why it didn't go as far as it could have is because Xbox Xbox Game Pass is just what they're doing, but so much better, you know. And it's just yeah, like better, unfortunately, the city just it it it, it, it could have done better, but it it isn't the fact that they didn't have their own games. Yeah. And it's basically you're still playing Xbox and PlayStation games. I just feel like they didn't put enough into it, but it's a good. It, it was a good premise. I'm like, huh? why should I play on on this thing if these are the same? The only games I would play on is the games they gave us for free, since those games usually weren't on mm-hmm. Xbox and stuff and PlayStation. And if they were, they were games that I wasn't gonna play. So I was like, mm-hmm. some of the games I would just let my kids play. You know, and and I'm just like, I got to claim these free games. Luckily, you know, I didn't even realize I spent so much on Stadia because when I got my refund back, it was like $1,100. I was like, I spent $1,100 on Stadia. Like, I I got like over 300 back. I thought that was a lot. You know, like I got $1,100 back because of the subscription. Remember, look, I bought four of those Stadia things, one for every bedroom. And then I bought some games, and then they had to return the extra controllers I bought also. Could I have like seven Stadia controllers in my house? My gosh, yes, son. I believed in them. I believed in their cloud gaming, yo. And I, I mean, let's. I was gonna say, let's give them some points for even giving us the Wii Fund. I feel like that was Sony and Nintendo. They wouldn't have done that. Yeah, and not at all. Definitely wouldn't have so, and, and I think so, it's like, that's the backlash. They didn't want they because people for a year now were saying everything Google does they give up on, and so like they're like, all right, how can we quiet them down, give them all their money back because we could afford to, you know, let's yeah. give them all the money back. Because I mean, but at the same time, like when you think about it, it's still a pretty dope. It, it was uh, it was a good premise. It's just, if I got to buy it on PlayStation or Xbox, I don't want to turn around and buy it on Amazon, too. And then it's only proprietary to their interface. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah. uh, and then it really wasn't cross-platform. It was a lot of missed opportunities. Yeah, but, well, at least they was able I mean, to transfer oh, that no, guy's save file that had 1,500 hours in Red Dead, and he had to beg to get his save file transferred over. His PlayStation. They did that for um Destiny too. Oh yeah. If you um want to transfer your stuff over, yeah. But like, I'm kind of upset because you know I did buy genuine games I really wanted to play on it, like um games I thought would be fun to play on my phone, on the TV, on my computer, like Cyberpunk. I originally bought it. Yeah. On Stadia, I'm like, it's a fucking RPG game. I would love to play that anywhere. Like the fucking tag of the game Stadia says, play anywhere. And then um, Border Gates, 
um oh, yeah, the beta. We, yeah, we had the Boulder Gate on there. I stopped playing because I said, let me wait for the, the full game to come out. So I was like, let me not even finish this chapter if I knew it was gonna go to shit. I would have played it more. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like I would have finished it. Like I would have finished it. So I'm like game. mad that I mean I got my money back, but I, money's already spent. But I'm like, I'm gonna have to buy that shit again. Man, I mean, but and so it's like it's bittersweet. You you sad to see them go, but the fact that they did do right by their consumers does make does make me look out for them in the future. Because if they do, if they try something else, I would be a little less hesitant to try it. At, at looking at how they handled this, yeah, I think I think what I would like one thing, last thing I would say about this is like I would love. But to take that technology and like give it to Microsoft or give it to somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing with it. That's like that's the most I would want. That's like that was really good technology. Like it did look crispy on my screen. It was fast. It was nice. They just didn't know what to do with it. And they give it to Microsoft, give it to somebody else, and don't let that technology go to race. Yeah. The only thing that I took away from this was that now I have the people that could bitch to me. There's literal proof out there for people to bitch to me that you don't own your downloaded games. You know? Oh, wow. Yes. You know, you don't own your downloaded games. Like, that's my number one thing is I'm like, why do people buy disc anymore? You don't own it. I'm like, since when are your games are going to disappear? You know, it's like, they're still going to be there. Uh -huh. But now it's like, oh, shit. Sony could just be like, you know what? We're shutting down the PlayStation Store. That's and everything it. you downloaded is 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 gone. Unless it's already on you the know? system. Well, and, and and then again, Nintendo does this to us every console generation, make us buy the same games over and over again. But you know, but it's like I never cared about Nintendo because we never give Nintendo blame for anything. But um, but yeah, like this really showed me it's like. I thought when they said it was going to shut down, we were going to get to keep our library of games, you know, but obviously not. You know, it's like, it's, it's crazy. Obviously not. Um, Before we get into it, you know, I'm just going to, we're going to take a quick pause, people. But my last thing I want to talk about for stories of the of year when we get back is Microsoft versus Sony and this acquisition of Blizzard and Activision. Okay. All right, and we're back. So we don't have Tim back with us. Thanks, Tim, just in case he doesn't get to come back to us. We love him joining the show. You guys will hear from him plenty next time. Not maybe not next time, but in the future. Uh, but like I was saying, we want to talk about Microsoft versus the, not even Sony versus the world right now. They're starting to get approvals some of this, this acquisition of Blizzard Activision, all this over Call of Duty. Because if yeah. Call of Duty wasn't part of this shit, none of this shit would be happening right now. And I'm going to let you give your opinions first because you know I could be a little long-winded when I'm angry yeah. <laughs> at Sony Ponies. Okay. I was going to say that, um, you know, I think it's so funny that Sony is the one that's like, Exclusives are bad for the for gaming. Yes. Like it's a, it creates a monopoly, and what they have like one of the biggest games coming out exclusively to PlayStation Five next year. Final Fantasy, yeah, and like they're just and Spider Man, yeah, Spider Man Two, mm -hmm. and they're saying that like Microsoft, what you're doing is wrong. It's it's wrong for gamers. It's wrong for everybody. You need to stop. 
And Microsoft, re- I mean, you're going to get into the story in more details, but like Microsoft reached out and did a 10-year contract with Nintendo, did a 10-year deal with Steam to allow Call of Duty. And they like, offered hey. it to Sony too. And, off- and, and yeah, they offered it to Sony and Sony said no. And that was almost like more of for the quirks and stuff than mm-hmm. than anything else to show that like, hey, we're trying to play games. We're trying to show you guys that like. Did you see the new not... deal? Now they said no, I... they'll give it to them if they make it part of their PlayStation Plus thing too. So now fans are gonna be like, oh, so Sony Microsoft is giving you guys a chance to give it to us on PlayStation Plus for free too, and you guys are saying no because you want us to spend money on this game to give you more money but no none of the sony ponies are mentioning that microsoft said we'll let you put it on playstation plus for free as well for those 10 years and no sony pony has said anything about that yet but continue it's just no i would say like it's just i don't know man i keep saying this that like sony and nintendo is this like they're still doing business like it's in the 90s well, it's just like us versus them or Microsoft. They're like saying like, no, it's we're all one big community, even if it's just fucking bullshit. And yeah, just we just want our money. Just yeah, they're like, the yo, platform. like, we don't care. Like you can have Game Pass and we'll give you a percentage of whatever subscription basis off your platform. We just want people to play games. We want to be Netflix. We want to just like keep playing games. And and Sony's like, no, but we're going to keep our exclusives. I would be like, how about this? I give you Call of Duty. I give you fucking Diablo. Can we get Spider-Man on Xbox? Can yeah, we get exactly. Final Fantasy on Xbox? Yeah. Imagine Uncharted like, comes to Xbox. You know, Uncharted got Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm thinking about those two because I'm thinking Japanese, but like Uncharted, The Last of Us, a whole bunch of games that are just like exclusives that like, like PlayStation's just acting like we don't do exclusives. And like, are you doing exclusives? That's exactly. why I bought All a PS5. Exclusives, yo. They're about to get um the Death Stranded 2 exclusive to PS5. Like, come on. Like, you know, we have to wait a year on Xbox for Ghostwire Tokyo, which is the reason I haven't played it yet. Cause I'll I, I'll wait till next year for Ghostwire Tokyo. Don't care. And then they even though they still don't they want to act like Microsoft is gonna make so much money, but they realize they need to make so much money and they're still putting their shit on PC anyway, you know. So Microsoft, you're doing the same thing Microsoft's doing. You're just mad that Microsoft has the money to do all these things that you want to do, you know. Exactly. And it's like we don't want to give more money to the competitor, we don't want to share, you know. It is it, very irritating to me because they act like like their franchises aren't the shit. You could easily bring out The Last of Us on the same day as Call of Duty. Yes, it's not going to make more money than Call of Duty, but The Last of Us 3 will damn sure in opening day sales make just as much money as Call of Duty would make, at least on opening day. Why? It's not going to make more money than Call of Duty because it's not on one console only. You know, like, is Call of Duty going to make more money because it's on multiple consoles? And... They're just also mad that they got to give up their exclusivity that they have with all the Call of Duty because they get the double experience weekends more than Xbox does. They get the extra skins, all that stuff. And now all that's going to go back to Xbox like in the 360 days. And they probably realize how much money Microsoft was making now that they got a drink of that, that, that damn scissor that Microsoft was getting in the 360 days. And they're scared. 
They're scared of yeah. what Microsoft's going to be able to do. They're scared of it being on Game Pass. They're scared that people are going to say, I'm jumping ship because why am I paying $70 for this on PlayStation when I could go and just pay $10 a month or my damn or get an Xbox or even on my PC? But, which we yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's the bigger there. It's like, it's on PC. Like, most of the Game Pass games I'm playing, it's not on my Xbox, it's on my PC. Like I'm playing it on my Steam Deck because you could you could download Game Pass on your Steam Deck. Man, I've tried to do that. I can't. It's easy. It out. Let me show you the video. I did like it two seconds. I tried the videos. I've looked at three different videos that I keep <laughs> fucking up somewhere. I don't know how to get this. Shit. I'm about to buy that other um handheld that just does Game don't, Pass automatically. Don't. Just yo, doing your. I said I, I help yo. you. All right. But like I'm playing um yeah. Persona Five um do Game Pass on my Steam Deck and I'm like. It's fucking amazing, you know, and just like, you know, I think that like Game Pass is showing the future of gaming and maybe a a plateau sooner or later. I think all things do. But I think Sony needs to get, you know, needs to like realize what the kind of competition, like what the environment is now. It's not Xbox exclusives versus PlayStation exclusives. It's like Xbox is like, hey. We'll take everything, indies, everything. We don't mm-hmm. care it's on PC. We don't care it's on Nintendo. We don't want exclusives. We just want games. And Sony's like, no, we want exclusives, but you go somewhere else. And yep. Microsoft is like, come to us. Shit like Somerville, High on Life. Those games I would have never probably bought full price if it or play be playing right now if it wasn't on Game Pass. Like there's so much stuff on game pass to play like it is no reason not to own that shit like it's just having two game flies if i'm waiting on a game from game fly all right let me see what game is on game pass for me to play that i haven't finished yet because i'm pretty sure you could complain but we all have a bunch of games on game pass that are on quick resume right now that we have yet to fucking finish because i definitely do have like six games right now but enough of that now before we finish up I wanted to get into what were your top five, if you have five games. What are your top five games you played this year? All right, so mine is, I like to say, I think it's very top-heavy, and I think everybody could agree the top two games in any order is Elden Ring and God of War. I think the interesting part, I think the part that, you know, it's going to be more of a better conversation, it's the the last three. So the mostly indie games for me, I got Core of the Lamb, Core of the Lamb, yeah, I'm about um, to download that. I see Steam has a sale on it right now. Yeah, so I got it. It plays perfect on the Steam Deck. It's a perfect Steam Deck game. I got um fuck Neon White. Um yeah, the card game. I think that's fucking amazing. I think that like it's a perfect again. I think Steam Deck won this year for me. I think Steam Deck is like the most exciting thing that came out this year. And it just changed my game habits so much. Um Neon White. Call of the Lamb, and then my third one, I fucking forgot. But it's Elden Ring, God of War, Call of the Lamb, um, Neon White, and then the fifth one, I just forgot. But mm-hmm. those are my main my main ones. What about you, Dre? For me, um, it's Elden Ring, even though, even though I still hate the fucking game, it still was amazing. You know, and I like what you could do with it. Maybe one day I'm going to review. Um, I'm going to go back to it. Mo keeps trying to get me to go back and play with him and shit. Uh, maybe one I day just I'm, re- download it. I'm doing a new playthrough just through my Steam Deck. Oh, so wow. if you want to, I'm like level two, three. So if you want to play again, let me know. All right. God of War Ragnarok, even though I finished it yet, of course. Overwatch 2. 
Um, surprisingly, I, from all everything people that were saying, I thought Overwatch 2 was going to be a flop, but I could say I play multiplayer on that way more than I play on my Modern Warfare 2 right now. Um, Marvel Snap, like I said, that's my crack right now. I wake up and I sniff that game and, and I just make it through my whole day playing Marvel Snap. And because one game only made me keep my Switch in my hand for abundance of time, it has me taking my Switch to work every day, Pokemon Scarlet, you know, Scarlet okay. Violet, because it, it renewed so, my love for my Switch. I would say my number five was Vampire Survivor. Mm. I debated between that and Overwatch 2. I was like, should I? But I feel like I didn't put as many hours into Vampire Survivor as I did into Overwatch, so... Overwatch decide, um, could get into it even more. Um, what about the five worst games you played this year? And they don't even have to be games that came out this year. Just games that you played this year that were bad to you. I was going to say Overwatch, Overwatch 2. Wow. I tried. Uh, as I was saying, like, I'm surprised that was your top five. I think I was just disappointed in it because I was expecting more from it. Even the maps are the same maps. And I just, I don't know. It's just to put a two on it. Just did it some more. They no, they did add one or two more, but majority of the maps are play maps that we already played. Majority of the new characters are characters we already played. So as a whole package, it's something that I already played, you know. And you know, I this was like the Overwatch 2 is fun. The fundamentals is fun. It's a fun game. I was just expecting more, like we said, disappointed. Battlefield 2, battle, the new Battlefield. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't even put that on my list. How could I forget? See, I already erased that game from my memory, yeah. yo. I would say Battlefield, they're still fucking trying to make that game right. They're going to try to do... One thing, like, fucking game people who make these games, just listen to your community. We're, like, feeding you shit we want. Mm. Just listen to us. And now they're finally listening to us. They're going to add scoreboards. They're going to go back to the whole old specialist, and they're going to go back to the old Battlefield race. And it's just like, just fuck, like we were saying about God of War, just build on what you do good. Why you mm-hmm. got to like change the whole thing up? We don't want Warzone. We don't want like all these different game modes. Just give me fucking Battlefield exactly. every two, three years. Battlefield used to be new. our favorite multiplayer game over Call of Duty all the time. Yeah. Battlefield. And then, I, I mean, Overwatch, Battlefield, it's all multiplayer games. And I would say, I don't know, I'm disappointing. I would say Diablo um, Immortal. Immortal, yeah, just because, just because how fucking greedy that company was, and like they didn't even try to hide it. It was just disappointing. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, add Battlefield to the list now because I completely forgot that shit came out this year because it was so early. Um, I put Evil which is that game that's like Among Us on Game Pass right now where you play different roles and someone's a killer at nighttime and you play roles during the day. Very poorly made game um, or a very bad port. I think it's on PC first and they put it on Game Pass and I tried playing that. It looked, the description made it look so fun and I deleted it after like 30 minutes of playing. Hello Neighbor 2 just came out. Hello Neighbor <laughs> 1, I, I thought was very hard. Hello Neighbor 2 was hella hard. Like, like this game was just like, what the fuck? Like, I, I felt like I was getting nowhere and I tried it for an hour. Maybe my son, he's smarter than me in these games. He finished Hello Neighbor 1, so maybe he'll be able to beat it after watching him play it. But Hello Neighbor 2 got deleted within an hour. 
Um, Scorn, that game, I, I don't know. told people it was going to be a disappointed point. It's like, it, 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 there's no, there's a story there, which I guess it's forced for you to find now. I, I don't know on some Elden Ring vibes right there. I just didn't like all the puzzles. I felt like I was doing all this for no reason. I felt like I woke up. I'm in this place. I have no explanation to who I am, what type of creature I am. Why did you guys make me have to escape this place by doing all these weird puzzles? Did the people that lived here before me do all these puzzles to get out? You know, like uh, I felt like I feel that, like that universe shit. is awesome. I think a T like I don't know how they would do a TV show. But like if they great. did something else with that, I think it'd be dope. I think, like you said, I think it's very hands off the mm-hmm. approach, which. Today, and you know how I feel about hands off. I need to. I don't say, especially games. with Game Pass, like we said, like there's like 25 games on Game Pass right now, and like you have a game where I was like, okay, it's hands off. You need something to hold our attention, and unfortunately, you know, I love the universe. I love the idea of the universe, and I would like to see more, but maybe a little more like streamlined, then open up. But it was like open up from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Definitely was, and then um, now the last two. People are going to hate me for. <laughs> but first, Tunic is not a bad yeah. game. I'm not going to say Tunic is a bad game. But one, hey, you guys didn't even get this shit in the top five of Game of the Year awards. Y'all let this other damn game that I'm going to talk about next get there. But, um, you know, Tunic... The whole find the finding manual piece is a good good thing. You know, find these pages, you get the manual. But I felt like... I was just stuck. I thought I would get stuck in that game because I couldn't beat a boss. It had nothing to do with boss. It was, I was stuck in that game because they made it way too confusing to get through the world. And I'm just like, how do I get here? I feel like I've been here 20 times already. Can't go back and forth. So tuning as much as I wanted to love you for being a Legend of Zelda clone, boom, you disappointed me. And last, I was going to say, let me, I got, I remember one. Ghostwire Tokyo. I know you said that you're waiting for it on Game Pass. I yeah. did buy it on um I remember you were hyped my, for this game. I my PC and man, I don't know. It was just like when <laughs> when you're in the action, it's fucking awesome. But when you're in the open world, it just feels kind of empty and it feels That's dead. Complained about and you know, I was walking around and like just kind of, it felt like an Ubisoft game, but first person yeah. Ubisoft game. And it was just like, I don't want to do this. Like, the action is fun. And the story, when you get into, like, the main story is fun. And the lore is really good. I love that shit. But, like, the open world is just boring. It feels empty. And, like, I really wanted to like this game. It was, like, up my alley. I love the sapphire. I love ghosts and shit like that. But, like, it just, I don't know. I just wanted more from it. Yeah. You did. That's the reason I took it off my game fly list. I said I'll wait for Game Pass. Let me just let me see what that where it what it gets to me. The last but not least, Stray. And I and I say Stray oh, mainly to piss y'all off. You know because you know like because Stray as short as a game it is like as beautiful. As, I'm not gonna take beauty away from Stray, but I'm playing as a cat. I'm literally playing as a cat. We're talking to robots as a cat. Um, like I'm not saying it has to be ultra realistic. We played as worse things and everything, but don't tell me this game was game awards worthy, game of the year worthy. No, you guys are showing your love for animals. 
and we know it's just because you love animals and because you saw all these cute furry videos online about what other cats were doing while you were playing this game. Stray is a good game, guys. It's not a great game. It's not a game of the year contender just because you love animals. But if I sat there and told you to sit here and explain to me the whole concept of Stray and what the story is about, many people can't tell me that. Bet your ass. Yeah. So that game got deleted. Like, I don't know. I, I I don't know. After I started crossing rooftops, so I'm just like, man, wh where am I going to get to something fun in this game? So Stray was a disappointment. And like I said... I was going to say that yeah. goes mm -hmm. back to like, I feel like this year was very top heavy, like Elden Ring, God of War. And then like the fact that Stray was even in the conversation for game of the year tells you how weak this 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 year was yeah and i that goes a lot to say about i expected Xbox, tunic so. to be in there i expected um what else uh there's a lot of game like man even even overwatch 2 would have made it over straight for me but i know how people feel about that and there's a lot of games out there um that 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 deserve to be in it over freaking stray man like we got a lot of games this year we're just not even thinking about it Vampire Survivors definitely could have got in there over Stray, you know, but they claimed the the it was an indie game. It was an early access. It only became a full game after we were able to vote. Like, come on, like early access games, if they're great, they're great because Hades was in her early access, but somehow still made it into the game of the year um, category and won. So if Hades could start off the year as a damn... Um, early access game then don't tell me that vampire survivor couldn't make it in there but like i said we don't vote most of these other people vote there are people that have their certain taste i listen to all these video game podcasts and everybody that reviews stray is a cat owner so it's just like uh, they're biased you know yeah. so I'm not i was gonna say before we head out What's your most anticipated game for next year? That was my last question. <laughs> All right, cool. Oh, man, so so great minds think alike. Um, <laughs> I wanted to say Zelda, the new Zelda, but no, that would be really? a lie. No, yeah. that's a lie because I know I'm not going to finish it. So I have to think about games that I'm actually going to finish. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, I, For me, I'll let you think. For me, I, I don't... Forgive me if I get the dates wrong. But games just in the future I'm looking forward to. It's the new Alan Wake. I'm big on Alan Wake. I love that shit. And then um, Death Stranding 2, man. That fucking trailer mm -hmm. made me want to play that. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. It's making me replay Death Stranding again. Um, those two games are kind of on my top. And I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other games. The new Silent Hill, Silent Hill remake. Um, that mm -hmm. shit looks dope. I'd love to play that again. Um, so yeah, those are mine. I got like three games right there. Oh, what about you, Dre? Me, I have to say Resident Evil 4 Remake. Definitely one yeah. there. Um, for Spoken, actually, I played the demo. Really? And it's it's looking like a game I'm actually going to enjoy, I think. Okay. I think in the demo, they gave us too much power at one time, so you don't really get to explore what you really could do. They're just like, here, let me give them all the, her powers and let them just play in the sandbox. But I think it's actually going to be all right. I know a lot of people are going to like Wolong Fallen Dynasty, which is like another Souls-type game. I played the demo on that, hated it right away. But 
I'm going to play it. I'm not buying it. I'll play it because it has my Dynasty Warriors characters in there. They're going to have Guan Yu. You're going to have Lu Bu and all my people up in there. Zhang Shi. Like, so because I'm a Dynasty Warriors fan, I'm going to play that. Um, Hogwarts Legacy. I'm looking I don't know. To I didn't like the gameplay. You didn't like that shit? I, I, th- I think it's going to be good. Um, oh, Final Fantasy 16. Definitely Final Fantasy 16. Gotta get on that. And I think that might be like uh all of it, except for like, oh yeah, and the new Yakuza game. Um, I still gotta finish like a dragon, but and I'm still trying to finish part two. I'm on Yakuza 2, finish Kiwami. So I'm trying to like get through all these Yakuza games. So many games, man. I know, and they're all like playing Shenmue with a longer story. And I still have yet to finish Shenmue 3. I need to finish that fucking game, man. Like, oh, God. You got to go on a vacation just to play all these games. I know, man. Oh, God. But, yeah. So, that's it. Guys, thanks for tuning in once again. Um, I think there might be, like, a donate button if you listen to us on Anchor. If you can donate to us, it would definitely help. Um, If you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, we appreciate it if you hit that like and subscribe. Usually I put questions out there on Spotify to see if you guys would answer them. Um, So my question for this episode is what game would are you guys looking forward to in 2023? So please answer. We'll, an, uh, we'll see what you guys have to say in the next episode if you do. Um, Once again, we appreciate everybody that listens to us. Um, one day you will get back to watching us. We will go by, go back to being live eventually. You know, we're trying to start back up slow again. Fred, once again, thanks for joining. And as usual, guys, enjoy your drinks. Enjoy your games. Peace out. See you guys.